Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, the byproduct or a byproduct of COVID-19 and a growing issue is how it affects workers and employers. And there are questions like, do employers have to accommodate working parents? We must contend with a fluctuating and inconsistent school model. There's a Reuters UK story uh, out today on, uh, on on this situation in Canada. And will the government allow and pay through CERB parents to stay home and off work to accommodate their kids' school schedules? What about homeschooling? May employers mandate wearing of masks at their workplace? May an employee refuse to work where fellow employees refuse to wear masks? We're joined by Lior Samfiro, employment law specialist and uh, at stlawyers.ca, co-founder of uh, Samfiro Tamarkin LLP. Lior, thank you uh, so much for the time, as always. And I guess most fundamentally, I, we, we ask this question. Has employment law during the pandemic, has it been adjusted, even if only temporarily, during these last few months? Unfortunately, not enough, Roy. It really hasn't in that... Our employment laws have been in place for many years, and this particular situation we're facing right now with COVID-19 and the impact on workers and employers is just not something that we've faced, uh, certainly not in recent times. And we're trying to adapt and stretch our employment laws to apply to this current situation. And really, right now, it just doesn't doesn't fit. Part of this issue is our courts have been closed, so we haven't had the courts being able to give us some guidance in this situation. And this particular issue of trying to stretch our laws to a unique situation is going to be especially important and, and especially problematic, I think, come the fall when we're going to have a lot of parents uh, potentially having to stay home with their children. And I have some very significant concerns about that. Well, let's talk about that because there is going to be, a, likely across this country, a mix of attending school and virtual classes in a few weeks' time. And for parents who have uh, two out-of-home jobs, September may prove to be a, a real challenge. Do employers have to take into consideration working parents contending with a changing school model and if so what is the employer obliged to do i mean what what what's what's circulating around the story of going back to school this is a huge problem and this is a prime example of how our laws don't really uh, properly address the situation so under human rights laws across the country employers do have to accommodate parental obligations But that is a relatively limited obligation, and it doesn't provide uh, definitive job security for a parent that cannot work or can only work part-time. So it is a limited obligation, which I don't think addresses the situation properly. In order for this particular situation to be addressed, for parents to have job security, to have the ability to stay at home knowing that their job will be there, the government has to intervene and has to enact legislation, whether it's uh, temporary or permanent legislation, enacting this job security, telling, uh, telling uh, employers that if you have an employee that has parental obligation, that has to stay home because their school is not offering full-time uh, studies and they have no child care, 
Well, you have to work with them to accommodate them, and you cannot let them go. In fact, you have to bring them back when the time comes. So I think the all eyes now have to turn to provincial governments across the province, uh, across the country, to do that. Now, what about looking to Serb? So Serb is the other issue. So now, even if we give the parents the ability to stay home, the real question becomes, well, who pays for that? Well, certainly employers are not going to be in a position to pay employees when they're not working, and employees are going to have to earn an income. So now we're looking at governments, whether it's federal by way of CERB or, or some, some combination of uh, federal and provincial governments, to pay employees. It can be through CERB, although that raises many questions in terms of how many uh, hours uh, can you work and still qualify, uh, and what happens if it's your decision not to send your child but you could send your child, so do you compensate through CERB? Do you create a brand new benefit? Do you compensate through the EI system? So that's the other aspect. Number one is, do I have job security? Can I stay home? Right now, governments have to enact legislation to make that happen. And number two, if you can't stay home, how do you actually get paid? How do you make a living? And that's where uh, we need governments to step in and, and deal with that as well. Uh, Leo, let me ask you uh, another question here, then, because masks have been in the news constantly in the last week, two weeks, well, longer than that, but made headline news. If an employer mandates masks be worn at the place of employment indoors, and the government supports that, but the government doesn't pass a law making masks mandatory, may the employer insist that um, that masks be worn? The answer is absolutely yes. An employer is able to insist that masks be worn uh, at the, in the workplace, uh, even if it's something that the government is staying out of completely. In, in a private workplace, the employer can make that decision. Now, the, where it gets more interesting, and I've seen this happen many times, is what happens if an employee has an underlying medical condition that's impacted negatively by wearing a mask, perhaps asthma or some other uh, perhaps breathing uh, condition? In those situations, an employer may have to provide accommodation in allowing the employee either to not wear a mask or maybe wear a mask part of the time. But short of a medical condition that requires an employee to, to get accommodation, an employee does have to follow the direction of their employer to, to wear a mask if that's what the employer decides. All right, Lior, thank you so much for the time. As always, it's, uh, it's just an increasingly important issue, employment law during these COVID-19 times. Always has been, always will be, but right now the focus is most definitely on it. stlawyers.ca, and uh, great talking to you, Lior. All the very best. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Roy. All the best. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.